a lot of us will get to a place in our conscious minds where we get so defeated by all the reinforcements of the negative reality that we're living in that we give up. We're like, this is just who I am. This is what my life is. This is what my life is going to be. This is how it's always been. And there's this kind of conscious acceptance of it, but none of that shifts what's in your subconscious. So you will continue to go about your life feeling like something is missing. Welcome back to my podcast. It's been a while, but I'm really excited for this episode specifically. Um, but I'm also s- really anxious. This is going to be something new that I've literally never done before, but it came to me in a download. And if you guys end up liking it, then I will, I'll probably continue to do it. So essentially the idea is that I'm at the point in my own personal mindset journey um, in really digging deep to pull back the layers of my programming, pull back the layers of, you know, the behaviors and the automatic reactions that I know aren't me. Um, Even the things that that piss me off aren't me. And so I'm in the process of pulling back all of those layers and underneath it all finding my my truth, finding my authenticity, finding my love and acceptance for myself and for everyone around me and everything around me. But for anybody that's done this journey or is on this journey, you know that it's essentially never ending. It's a lot of work up front, but the more that you do it, the easier it gets. And the more that you get excited to do this work and less like, woe is me victim type mentality. So I am at the point in my journey where every single thing that triggers me, I'm working through everything, (laughs) everything that makes me uneasy, everything that makes me feel not at peace, freedom or happy or calm. I am working through to understand what is this, what's underneath this and how can I shift it so that. I can move forward and not blame other people or hold on to resentment or self-deprecate or self-sabotage or hold myself back from anything that I deserve. And things are flowing really nicely. I think that (laughs) I'm at a point where I feel comfortable sharing literally everything that I'm going through. And so that's my plan. And potentially the future of this podcast is to share with you guys what triggers me and exactly how I work through it. Now, this isn't necessarily me recapping the work that I've already done in shifting. I'm going to do the work on this podcast so that you guys can really see what the process is like for another human. And hopefully you guys can pick up some tactics along the way on how you can do this kind of work to really understand like what's going on. I would also, I would just like to say that everything that I talk about and choose to work through, even if you don't feel like you have a direct relationship with the same thing that I went through, there might be something in here that you really can relate to that can help shift you or help show you how you can work through, you know, a situation if you've been through it in the past or if you might go through it in the future. So 
before I take you along this journey with me, this journey into the deepest, darkest parts of my mind, it's important to me that people that have never done this work before or have never done this work with me before understand the foundation of what is going on within the mind, including how your mind gets limited in the first fucking place, but then also how this presents in your life in so many ways that can hold you back. So I'm going to take this episode to really explain the overarching foundation and concepts that contribute to mindset work. And then the episode following will be me working through something specific. This foundational piece is arguably the most important piece. It really does set you up for success if you understand what's going on. If you're a skeptic, this is also going to be a really good episode for you. I'm actually really fucking proud of myself for being able to get to a point where I can connect most of the dots on this stuff. So I really hope that you guys feel the same listening to it. Let's fucking get into it. Every single thing that you experience is information. It's all guiding you to learn more about yourself on a soul level. So essentially, we are souls that are dropped into these bodies in Earth and we grow up having a human experience. And as babies, we're completely free. We don't worry about judgment. We don't compare ourselves. We don't really care about opinions or anything like that. We're just free and experiencing life and just being alive. Like that's our role at that point in our lives. Every single soul is extremely unique. Not one soul is the same and not one person is the same in this world no matter what and so we all have these like authentic soul qualities that contribute to that uniqueness that we have within ourselves and it doesn't ever look like the same as anybody else so as kids we for the most part fully embrace those pieces of us those authentic qualities as we grow up our caretakers, our parents, our teachers, society, media, our peers, they start to tell us and inform us of what's right, what's wrong, what's good, what's bad, what's socially acceptable, what's not socially acceptable. And all of these learnings, teachings, and experiences that we have start to shape the way that we then see the world and see ourselves within that world. At some point, you learn through a teaching or an experience that who you are authentically or one of the authentic qualities that you have is wrong or is bad or is not socially acceptable. And so if you want to fit in, if you want to be liked, if you want attention, if you want love, if you want friendship, if you want to succeed, then you've got to follow these rules or guidelines that have been laid out for you. So like, for example, let's say that as a kid, you loved to sing. But at one point, you had an experience where someone told you that you're bad at singing or somebody laughed at you when you were singing or somebody told you that singing isn't going to get you anywhere in life. If that impacts you enough, your brain then shifts from authenticity and freedom to limitation. This is happening in like a split second. 
And it's also happening in your subconscious mind. So for the most part, you are unaware of how much this experience affected you, but it lives in your subconscious mind, which then literally controls everything. Your subconscious mind controls your actions, your behaviors, your thoughts. So when who you are authentically is this person that expresses themselves through singing, and you're now having this experience where that's not being accepted or embraced, it can make you as a child feel wrong like who you are is wrong and you're learning that if you continue to be who you are then you won't be loved or accepted or embraced when we go through an experience like that that's a trauma like regardless of what anybody says if you go through an experience where you are being told or taught or you're learning through an experience that who you are on a soul level isn't going to survive in this world or the society that's a fucking trauma, okay? People have different levels of trauma, but anything that takes you out of a state of peace, freedom, love, acceptance, I consider it a trauma. When you go through this experience, you have a physical body reaction. Some people like to call it fight or flight. You go into this fear mode and all rational thinking goes out the window. Your conscious mind literally quiets and your subconscious mind takes over. When who you are on an authentic soul level is being rejected and it feels like absolute dog shit, your subconscious mind recognizes that as a threat to your survival. So your subconscious mind will store this memory. It will store the feelings that you feel that are associated with this memory of being rejected for who you are and it will create a meaning about this experience in order to protect you so that you can for the rest of your life be on the lookout for potential threats similar to this one this meaning is your interpretation of what happened in that experience and what that means about you and that is a limiting belief. That is how limiting beliefs get created within you. So authentically, as a soul, you love singing and it's just your soul's expression of life and love and everything that is you. And you're just living in that. And then this group of people comes along and they all start laughing at you and making fun of you. And so in your subconscious mind, you interpret the experience as fuck like I'm wrong this is wrong for me to be this way me being this way means that I'm not going to be accepted I'm wrong who I am is wrong that's the limiting belief all of this happens in your subconscious mind without your awareness you never fully can recognize that you're creating a belief about yourself in that moment because your conscious mind is shut off and your subconscious mind is doing what it needs to do in order to protect you from a threat or your perception of a threat. So now you've got this limiting belief that I'm wrong and it's directly linked to this authentic soul element of singing. I'm wrong now becomes your truth. Who I am is wrong. That is stored in the subconscious mind and it fucks you up every day after that. There's a couple things that I want to hit on here. One of the things is that your subconscious mind also develops these strategies or mechanisms to protect you, to keep you safe from that potential threat. 
these strategies and mechanisms are different for everybody and it really depends on how strong the belief is or how threatening the situation felt but that strategy or mechanism might be that you stop singing altogether or maybe you only tend to sing when nobody's around or you might even continue to sing but not feel fully authentic in it anymore because you have this belief in the back of your head that it's wrong for you to be this way and do this thing. So no matter what way you slice it, every limiting belief that you have will affect your ability to live authentically in your soul and feel that sense of freedom, aliveness, curiosity, love, joy, acceptance of yourself fully. When there's a limiting belief, there's always going to be some degree of doubt in yourself and that can really result in you hiding or overcompensating in other areas just to feel like you can navigate through this world and be safe. I think it's important for people to understand that this all really is about safety and feeling safe. Biologically that's how that's this is working in your brain. So The experiences, the limiting beliefs that are created, the feelings that are created from these experiences, these mechanisms that are developed, they are all in an effort to protect you. That's really important. It's like your mind doesn't hate you and the world doesn't hate you. It's just trying to keep you safe, to essentially keep you from dying. Now, once this belief is created, that then becomes your truth. It becomes your reality. But it's in the background, so you're unaware of this. But it is your truth. And in your subconscious mind, it's what is going to keep you safe. And so after it's created, it's really difficult to break it. Because to break it or to think a different way is a threat to your survival, is death. So this is now your perception. This is part of your perception and part of the way that you see the world and how you see yourself within the world. So no matter what you end up doing as a result of this experience, like whether you stop singing altogether or you only sing when you're alone or you continue to sing but you've now got this fear attached to it so it blocks you it inhibits you from being able to feel fully authentic and alive in your expression which to a lot of people presents as self-doubt this is the way your mind is programmed now and then for the foreseeable future you're going to continue to have all of the experiences in your life, but you're going to see these experiences through the lens of, you know, who I am is wrong and I'm never going to be accepted because of it. You could get up on stage in high school and sing in front of the whole school. 95% of the people in the crowd are smiling and 5% are giggling. You're going to focus on the people giggling because that's the threat to survival and that's what your brain is programmed to focus on those people might not actually even be giggling at you maybe they're like laughing at something else that happened but you're gonna perceive it your first reaction of what's going on there is that they're laughing at you which is just going to reinforce that what you're doing is wrong and who you are is wrong you'll have multiple experiences like this 
that you view through this lens of I'm wrong and it just reinforces your reality. And so it becomes this thing that you're now so reinforced that you don't know anything other than that. You can't remember a time in your life ever where you felt this this full aliveness and authenticity and your truth gets so reinforced that you start to attach yourself to it and you start to identify with it because you're not getting any evidence of anything different. A lot of us will get to a place in our conscious minds where we get so defeated by all the reinforcements of the negative reality and limiting reality that we're living in that we give up. We're like, this is just who I am. This is what my life is. This is what my life is going to be. This is how it's always been. And there's this kind of conscious acceptance of it. But none of that shifts what's in your subconscious. So you will continue to go about your life feeling like something is missing or feeling like you don't know who you are or you don't know what you want. You don't know how to be happy or joyous or free. It's also important to recognize that as a kid, you have this experience and it's solely around singing in this example, but the belief that you created about yourself in that moment is black and white. To your subconscious mind, it is black and white. So your truth isn't that I'm wrong because of singing and I'm not going to be accepted because of singing. Your subconscious mind interprets it as I'm wrong. I'm not going to be accepted because of it. That is the lens through which your subconscious mind filters the world and filters the reality through which you view the world. So the experiences that you have can very much be related to the thing, to singing, but they can also be related to literally anything else. Like if you've got this belief that I'm wrong and I'm not going to be accepted because of it, you're then going to have multiple experiences where you never fully feel accepted and where you might feel wrong. Like you could literally just be walking down the street and, you know, a couple people walk by you and they're giggling and they're laughing at something completely unrelated to you. They don't even know that you're there, but you can interpret that and view that as you feeling like an outcast or you feeling like you're the brunt of every joke or that something is wrong with you. You're doing something wrong in the way that you're walking on the street to make these people not like you or accept you and have them laugh at you, which feels like shit. So a lot of people just don't see how much this stuff really fucking affects you. It is what is controlling your life, your behaviors, your actions, your experiences. The way that you view those experiences are ultimately distorted by whatever is limiting you. Now, there are going to be people that have no interest in digging into this kind of stuff and want to remain living life the way that they live it. And that's completely fine. But for the people that come to work with me and the people that follow me and my content, the people that feel really drawn into this kind of work, the people that are probably listening to this podcast now, those are the people that usually get to a point in their lives where can't fully put into words what's happening, but they feel this sense of limitation that exists within them. They feel some of these things holding them back. It's very difficult for 
anybody to consciously identify this kind of stuff, but it very much does present itself in your emotions and in the things that trigger you or block you in your current life. This is because your soul, the beautiful, curious, accepting, loving, freedom, authentic soul is always, always, always trying to break you from those limitations. It is always trying to get you onto your authentic path. It is always trying to get you to a place of freedom and acceptance and love and curiosity. It is essentially trying to get you back to where you were before you had these experiences that limited you. And the way that the soul is always constantly trying to communicate with you and knock you onto this authentic path is through your desires and your triggers, blocks, and fears. So any desire that you have in your current life, you're just like outliving your life and you see things that are attractive or you meet people that light you the fuck up or you visit a place or an environment that brings up this feeling of peace, calm, freedom, love. This is your soul's way of leading you to what is meant for you. We are never given desires that we aren't capable of receiving. Those desires are like big flashing neon signs saying, go this way, go towards this. Because on the journey of going towards the things that you desire and the things that you're drawn to, you find your soul again. You find your authenticity, you find your freedom, you find your love, your acceptance, and all the beauty that you are supposed to experience in this world. The other amazing thing that your soul sends you in order to get you on your authentic path or back on your authentic path are triggers, blocks, traumas, fears. This is all information. It's all guidance towards your authentic path towards the life that you want to live and if you've never done this work this is initially like the shittiest part because a lot of us are really trained to not give a lot of attention to the things that trigger us or the things that we're afraid of or the things that block us because to look at those things to really look at those things and to shift them is again a threat to our survival our subconscious minds will literally block us from thinking about this stuff or looking deep at this stuff from our childhood but the triggers the blocks the fears that come up along the way if you remember what i was talking about before they're all essentially just ways that you're viewing your experiences through the filter of your past trauma. Again, they're reinforcements of these limiting beliefs that were essentially created to keep you safe. But if you've got this desire to go after something you've never had before or experience life the way you never have before, you've got something pulling you towards freedom and peace and acceptance and love and authenticity, these are the things that are gonna stand in your way because they're meant to. If who you are as a kid authentically on a soul level is rejected in some way, it's not safe to be that person, then the idea of you breaking out of this safety limiting shell that your subconscious has built for you for your entire life and spent your entire life reinforcing, it's the scariest fucking thing in the world. 
to your subconscious mind to be authentic, to go back to that authentic self because that authentic self was rejected and it wasn't safe. Does that make sense? So triggers, blocks, challenges, fears, it all comes up to protect you, to hold you back from jumping into that authenticity. Those are the only things that are standing in your way of having what you want, of living the life that you want, which means they are pointing you exactly to where you need to dissect and shift so that you can move forward in your life without this shit standing in your way. You remove the limitations and there are no limitations. You access your authentic self, your soul, and you access freedom for yourself. If you can see that these experiences that scared you and made you feel like your soul was being rejected, if you can see that those experiences and your view of those experiences are what blocked you, are what created those limitations, you can see that before that experience, you were your authentic self. So that experience is what shifted you from authenticity to limitation. And so how do you then expand? You have to go back to those memories, those experiences, and shift from limitation to authenticity. If you really digest all this stuff, it makes a lot of fucking sense, right? So there's a lot to this. There's a lot of different ways that triggers and blocks and fears can show up in your current reality. And then the shifting of this, the shifting from limitation to authenticity is a whole process within itself. I'm really hoping and expecting that a lot of that will be revealed through the work that I'm going to be doing on this podcast. And at some point, I'll probably do separate episodes that dive a lot deeper into certain concepts. It's important that you all recognize that every single fucking person on the face of this planet is different, is unique. There is no authenticity by being the same, the posing concepts. Because no one is the same and nobody sees the world the exact same way and nobody has the exact same experiences and nobody views those experiences the exact same way and nobody creates the exact same meanings about themselves in those moments and feels the exact same thing in those moments. It can be similar, but it's never exactly the same. Additionally, the behaviors and the mechanisms and the strategies that we were talking about, those are all unique to the individual as well. This is why this work is so much fun to me because every single person is so uniquely different. And I love when people can really fully grasp that, accept that, and like embrace the fuck out of their uniqueness because that is just, it's, there's so much power in that. So as we go through these processes, I just want everyone to remember that like everyone's different. Everything is adaptive. I don't necessarily believe that there's one fell swoop process and I think it's just all fucking different, which ultimately means we're going to have a lot to talk about and a lot to explore and a lot to dive into. So I'm excited about that. I hope you all are too. I'm really looking forward to sharing my deepest, most vulnerable parts of myself. So yeah, anyways, if you are interested in more content like this, you can go follow me on TikTok. You can follow me on Instagram. It's pretty much where I post everything. If you are interested, 
in working with me. I only am doing one-on-one coaching right now. You can go to my website to book a call and we can see if we're a good fit. I'll make sure to post all of the links in the show notes. Please like and subscribe to this podcast. Thank you very much. That's it. Adios. Goodbye. I love you.